Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What made you hear something in Eminem where you say, man, it's this Caucasian rapper out of Detroit? Well, first I of all, I, I didn't something. know he was Caucasian right, when I heard we. it. You yeah, know what I'm man. saying? When I heard it the first time, um, I just loved the delivery. I love his concepts and mm-hmm. what he was talking about because it was just crazy. You know what I mean? Um, I found out a couple of days later that he was a white cat. You know what I mean? Right. So then I'm like, wow, I, I, I got to meet him. I got to meet him. You know, this is amazing. And... Everybody around me at that time was trying to talk was trying to talk me out, out of, of working with him. You know what I mean? Man. Every single person around me was like, "Listen, man, this is a white boy. You're getting ready to ruin your career right when we get the right when we get the label started because that was at the beginning of aftermath." You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So um, I just had to go with my gut. Man. I'm like, he's that hot. People are people are gonna get into it because it's that good. Did you did you have people that came up to you after they saw it that was drinking the Kool Aid? They're like, oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I knew, I, yeah, I knew it was yeah, gonna work. Right? And I was just, I was just playing. I, I knew just, it was I gonna work. See if you were committed, Drake. I just want right, to see right. if you were committed. You know, it, it worked out for you. <laughs>
Last week, so I'm assuming. Did you guys talk about Enemy of the State or uh, or or uh, or uh, the Siege? I I don't remember any of those, so okay. I'm gonna be All quiet. Right. So, okay, <laughs> I was on no. Okay, so 20 years ago, both those movies came out. I want to say around the same week, right? And it's wild because I remember watching those movies when they came out and thinking, "Oh, cool movie," but you know, it's so Hollywood, man. Like, that'll never happen. Like, that's just not real. Um, and so 20 years later, it's like those movies came true, basically. So Enemy of the State is a Will Smith movie where he plays a lawyer um, in Washington, D.C., who gets slipped. Uh, he gets he bumps into a guy he went to law school with a long time ago who's who videotaped a senator killing someone. And then it's being chased by, like, the government to try to retrieve the tape because, you know, they can't let that get out. He bumps into Will Smith, his, you know, former classmate or whatever, and then slips the tape into his bag, unbeknownst to Will Smith. And then the government basically figures out the tape is with this dude, and they think that Will Smith is in on it, even though he's not. And so they activate, like, crazy wiretapping, satellite uh, tracking. Um, they freeze his account. They, they basically, the government is putting all its resources into um, stopping this dude pretty much. And he doesn't even know why. Um, he had an affair with a woman. They try to put the affair out there. Like, it, it's crazy. But the, the moral of the story really is a lot of, like, uh, government spying and them using – yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing because it's like – it's oh, this is all the stuff that's that, – like, I mean, like, <laughs> all the stuff that they do – was talked about in that movie. I remember watching it thinking it was just so fantastic. Like, come on, man. That ain't real. They can't do that with a satellite. They can't track that. They can't really... And all that stuff. Everything. Everything in that movie. Because I, I watched it in the summertime, and I was watching like, oh, shit. Like, this shit was all real, man. <laughs> like, that wasn't just Hollywood stuff. And then the other movie was The Siege. And The Siege was in... Again, this is 1998. This is pre-9-11. And uh, there's like... a terrorist cell in new york a sleeper cell in new york and uh they blow up a federal building and as a result like the government reacts by basically calling muslims like prisoners of war and hurting them in the camps and stuff like that and like it's this super duper um like not even racial profiling is beyond that right when you talk about like detaining people just for no other reason than their name and and their yeah. faith or whatever and again like at the time i was like yeah that'll never happen and literally like three years later after 9 11 like i had to go register at like ins and fingerprinted and they and they have like to this day like i the government tracks everything i do like i know because they took my bank account numbers is it like this is my credit card numbers they they have sheesh. straight up they have tracking of anything I buy, anything I do. 
Um, because your last name's El Hassan? Because my last name's El Hassan. That's the only reason why. That's Sheesh. it. You know, before 9 11, we used to every, only Is that every really now like and again. What's up? That's a name that needs to be recorded like that? Hey, it's what? Arab. What you talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of shit is I mean, Arab. They own you. That's it. Yeah. They don't like that's the point that I mean trying to show you. Like they don't need to like, no, this guy's on TV every day. Like this guy doesn't he's matter. Sending money to doesn't you matter, know, yeah. Yemen, right? Like, like I think the I think the way they think about it is, oh, it's the perfect cover. <laughs> <laughs> Who would suspect the TV guy who talks about basketball and, and has a podcast? And like Trey is just like, yo, but the nigga's black. <laughs> Basically, uh, at this but, point, but what are you? What are they even talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but that's exactly how they get us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you mean? Get us is funny. <laughs> get us is funny, man. Set him up as a basketball <laughs> expert. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'd never suspect that. You know no, what I'm saying? I mean, what I was going to say was before 9-11, we would get every now and again, like, uh, you know, Islamic extremist, quote unquote, terrorist, like, content, right? Uh, media or whatever. You know, it used to be Russians. It used to be, oh, like, yeah. all yeah. kinds of different shit. But now it's just straight up. Every every time we have an enemy, <laughs> yeah, it's a Muslim guy. Man, I'm telling you, the Worst thing that happened was for communism to fall. Everything was all good back then. Like they were hijacking planes. Like like Palestinians were hijacking planes, but people weren't really worried about. It. Think about how many times planes got hijacked in the eighties, seventies, and eighties, and we still were able to walk into an airport and walk all the way up to the gate and wave people goodbye. Like no. that used to be a thing. Like someone's flying, you could walk up to the gate, to the gate, not security gates, like to the gate where they're boarding, and like hug them. Watch TV, like watch TV, like Seinfeld. Or like friends, or any of these children from the nineties, you'll see them. They're like they'll run to the gate, like, "Oh man, I just missed him. He just got on the plane." Like, I'm not going thing. front though, man. For a minute after nine uh, eleven, and, and and white people was really giving it to Muslims pretty bad. I was like, "Woo, finally!" Yeah. You know, some of the burning. That's crazy. Getting, That's getting crazy. Yeah, Sam Woo finally. <laughs> Sam Woo finally is crazy, was. That's a. Hey. Yo, man, the burden was getting heavy, man. I was like, oh, finally, somebody with some help here, man. That's America, man. Help that's with America. the hate. That's, 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 how the, that's how the structure of this country is. It's like, you feel like, man, let, let there be, let there be like a massive like reaction to like, let North Korea do some wild stuff. And then Koreans and Asians oh, in general God. be the... The, the top, man, I'm gonna be sitting here kicking my legs like, Woo! like oh it's, 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 it's been a hard, it's been a hard 20 years or so. Man, about time. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, yo. And it's wild because it never comes back. Because because if you look at like Russians, like it shit with like technically they should be back on the list, but no, no yeah, we, nah, nah, they're not back on the list because because like, we already made all those movies. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I can't make any more movies about this. Plus, they, they helped Yo. elect the Klansmen, so it's like they're on the same side. Like, but uh, Russia, yeah. Russia actually has Russians and Muslims, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah, got their yeah. own problems inside of the country to... with them, you know. Right. Which, by the way, is, is, is proven to be manufactured terrorism Ch- on the Ch- part Ch- of this. 
Um, they don't fuck around, bro. Yeah, but at the same time, the state has used them as a oh, means. Of course, of yeah, course. of course, they're gonna exaggerate it and and make it seem worse than it is to you know to back an agenda they already wanted to push through. That's that's just authoritarianism playbook one hundred and one. You know what I'm saying? Like, be like, what? One Chechen did? They all fucked up. That's just how it goes. Yo. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yes, I do. Yo, um, by the way, I just look into the group chat here. <laughs> Where do you find these things, Trey? Honestly, man. Hey, man, it's just sent to my phone, brother. Trey, Trey, damn man! Like, (laughs) so okay. So basically, what Trey has sent to the group chat is a screenshot from Instagram of it's. It looks like Bow Wow is in the bed, um, and the caption is Bow Wow said, "Why eat Applebee's when you can have Nobu?" Which I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> okay. You want me to right. break that down? Like, is that is that is that referencing something, or is so, he literally just nah, saying, why? So, it's, so it's pretty. Know? So it's pretty much saying like, why mess with somebody mediocre when you can eat fancy? Uh, you know what I mean? No, Which, so that's his way of saying like, why McDonald's? That's his. That's food. his dirty mac. That's his dirty mac on whoever he dirty mac at home. So he's but he's shitting on Erica Mina. Yeah. Who's who? I think is in a relationship with Katie's old running mate Cliff. So, that's like his homie, his old homie. He's not with him no more. He doesn't bang with him like that anymore. No, is he in the league? Or no, is he in the... no, he's just a cat. He's bro. overseas, or he's just a no? Cat? He's just a cat, bro. He's not a basketball <laughs> player. <man. laughs> Damn, he said. <laughs> no, he said, I'm trying to figure out. Nah, he just he just in the girls mix. only date certain type of cats. He in the mix. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, good for see Waz is hope for us all, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm not. I was never mad at Erica Mina. Like you know, the one the one season of Love and Hip Hop that I did. No, I watched one season of that. Whatever she was on, and the for very first season of Love and Hip Hop ATL, the first DVJ season. But uh, Erica was my favorite, man. She's she's a, a sicko. Yeah. So anyway, she says. So she <laughs> replies to that under the caption. Said, "Can y'all forget I ever dealt with him, please?" <laughs> with a you know crying face emoji and, and crying laughing emoji, and then like the the X emoji. To which uh, Shad Moss replies, uh, "Nope, just like we won't forget them five hundred bodies." And she hey. hits him. Hold on. Hold on, which is like, yeah, okay, sucker move. But then she hits him back with, you mean the 500 bodies you stayed eating between my legs? Standing Maybe up, oh, little man. Wow. <laughs> that's like, that's a three-piece no, but, combo. No, but you left the other part out that helped that, you grow that, your little whiskers. Oh, oh, oh basically, I put hair on your chest, man. Basically. Oh, she, 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 basically ha- she basically has a shot of, shot of uh, James Bond whiskey between her legs. <laughs> and then, and then uh, this motherfucker responds, someone tell Erica Mena, don't me, Erica Mina, don't make me leak the tape. <laughs> Somebody has to point out to him 
that's illegal. <laughs> Mr. Like, wow, though. Mr. Mr. Wow. wow. Mr. Wow is funny. <laughs> that is illegal, though. That's reverse porn. Yeah. Revenge, yeah, revenge. porn. I'm sorry. Reverse porn. <laughs> reverse, reverse porn is funny. My be bad. Pulling, be pulling it out. That's like, yeah. no, that's like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. It is reverse I, porn. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man. Yeah, don't threaten people with uh, leaking news and stuff, man. Not cool. That's corny. Even, and, and, even, if it was, even if it was legal. Not cool. Not cool. And by the way, like, the, the whole body shaming in public, like, man's got to stop that. Like, why would you want to discourage women from having sex with dudes? I just don't understand the, the logic behind that. Like, it's like, so you want women to not have sex with God. Like, the, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like you can, you know what I'm saying? You can feel how you want about it, but like to go out in public and be like, yo, you know, you can choose to be like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm cool off of a woman who may have slept with 500 men. That's fine. That's, that's your choice. That's your prerogative. Hey man, like, eat it. To- eat it like, eat it like man with the red hat. Got to eat those bodies. No, I mean, <laughs> like, 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 I mean, let's, let's just think about this, right? If someone starts having sex, conservatively speaking, at 21 years old, let's just assume college didn't do anything, right? You start at 21 and they're 31. So there's 10 years of having sex. That's 50, that's 50 bodies a year. That's, a, you know, that's, that's what, four, four a month? What my man Freaky Ziggy say, the, the chick burnt the sideburns off my man. <laughs> That's that's once a week, you know what I'm saying? That's you know once a one like you know, yeah, 50, 50, 52 weeks, fifty-two. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, one once a week and you skipped a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like obviously five hundred is an exaggeration, but still like when you put it in those terms, <laughs> like once a week. One like, a different dude every week for ten years. That's not I mean <laughs> That smoker ass laugh, man. That's there. That should be whistling. Oh man! I, I, like I, I don't understand where Bow Wow's going. With that. I just don't understand. Oh, man. It's just no, but it's at the point now with Mister Wow that <laughs> that we don't have to like. You can just really scroll past him. Anything that says his yeah. name, like I've gotten to the Facts. point with the guy with the red hat, with the red hat. Like I just don't. Say their name. I just scroll because I feel like now at this point we give good or bad com- bad comments. It's free promo. Sure, sure, Trey. But I- I'll tell you what the difference between Red Hat and and Bow Wow. Bow Wow is harmless punching bag. It's fun to make fun of Bow Wow. What he says is dumb and is not influencing anybody. The other right. guy, the other guy is dealing with things that are more serious than just oh you got 500 bodies like the other guy's dealing with things that affect actual like, people everyday actual, people everyday people affects that normalize behaviors that should not be normalized uh that have been things that have happened from uh, official institution levels that should not be validated at all um and give people who hate his people all the ammunition uh, to to do even to wreak even more havoc. That's why Red Hat is. We don't talk about him. We don't discuss what he did, what he said, or anything like that. Bow Wow to me reminds me of a simpler time when we just used to roast people for saying dumb things. And look, 
it's all good after that. And, and Bow Wow's been that that person for us for years now, man. It's, we going on close to a decade of clowning that, that homie. Was it 10 years or was damn near? What are you referring to? The Bow Wow when he's walking down the street and literally no one knows who he is, but he's trying to make it seem like, <laughs> oh my God, all these people recognize me. Oh! Like, like no. Trey, you remember that, right? This was pre-Twitter. No, come on. Y'all don't remember this one? Bow Wow walking down the street and he's, he's shooting a video, oh, a selfie are you video. Talking about, are you talking about the selfie video with the people behind him? Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, they didn't recognize uh, who I am. And <laughs> yeah, he's, I don't know. He's just struggling with it, with the transition. That, I don't know what. Child star? Is that what, is that what we're looking at? Yeah, man. It's child star syndrome or something. Damn, CSS, bro. He came in the game really young. Yeah, that's true. He's used to... You know what I mean? He's used to people kissing his ass, being hot, one Mr. 106 in Park, and then, you know, no, no, now he got to transition into also, adulthood. Let's be honest. Bow, Bow Wow hosting 106 in Park. That's, I mean, first of all, <laughs> who cares? But, but second of all, he should care because that's a massive step down. What artist yeah, goes out to I know. host? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, It'd be like, like if Hove was hosting TRLs. Yeah. Like, like, you know? huh? <laughs> like, like bro, you're supposed to, you're supposed to make the records that come on the show. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't you be on tour or something? Yeah, like, what, like, man, it's kind of it's wild. And he's isn't he on the show like growing up hip hop or something like that? Like that, they got one of those. I, I don't watch enough TV, man, for me to I don't, validate I don't, that. Yeah, I mean, it's on like on one. What's it called? Center One. What's the name of that channel? It's not quite BT. It's like TV one. Is that what it is? I, I still couldn't tell you. Centric? Are you talking about centric? Centric. Centric. Okay. Centric. Centric. The centric centric used to show Martin. That's what I know they used to um Martin was syndicated on there for a little while. I don't know if it still is. That was the primary use no, for that channel centric, back in the days. Centric and centric and TV one. These are other black, quote unquote black channels. They just all they do is show reruns and terrible reality programming. I could not tell you what that was on my dial, kid. <laughs> it's around BET, actually. Like, like, yo, what channel is uh, TV One? I'd be like, yo, fam, I, I can tell you what no channels are. Apple I can TV, BET. nah, Apple so, TV and a streaming service. That's all I got for you, boss yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, so, you got, so, you, so you're the cord cutter motherfucker yeah bro <laughs> I'm telling you if I wasn't if I know you bro I probably never would have tapped in with the four letters my man oh man come on now Yeah, so we were talking about BT, we were talking about TV One and Centric and all these other weird channels. But uh, once upon a time, BET was a channel that people would tune into, right? This was something that was, um, I won't say appointment viewing, but I remember coming back after class, yep. four o'clock, turn on the TV, boom, Rap City. And not only Rap City, just to, to catch the, uh, the, uh, you know, the videos or whatever, but specifically the basement. This was when you would have rappers come in, get interviewed by Big Tigger, and then uh, ultimately get on the mic and give you some bars. 
Um, And so, Trey, you got on the rundown. Big Tibber reflects on Rap City, the basement. Yes. uh, So so it was no story, but it was actually like a couple rappers kind of sharing. I guess it was the anniversary of E-40 actually in the booth. And then Pimp C also did a freestyle over uh, Bad Boy Shine, right? And since it was just so much conversation of Big Tigger, I wanted us to reflect on how important Big, I mean, uh, Rap City of Basement was. There's no anniversary. There's no, you know, reason to like bring it up. But this is just a random conversation that I was having that I thought would be dope for the panel. Yeah, man. I, I you know, I, I fucking loved Rap City, man. I loved Rap City so much. Uh, and and the cool thing, because it's like, you know, TRL and or even 106 and Park and all of that, where they playing B2K and Bow Wow and all this shit like Rap City was just straight up rap. You know what I'm saying? And when an artist would come up there like they're playing pool, they kind of just hanging yeah. out. It was like a very informal just to hang uh, like a very chill vibe. Like it was really cool the way they would set that up. And of course the freestyles, it was just, you know, it was dope, man. It was, it was everything. It was the culture encapsulated literally in one show. And like I said, you know, if you wanted to see some rap on TRA, you were hard pressed to get in some rap between Blink-182. And of course, 106 and Park was for little 13 year old girls, basically. Um, if you wanted adult rap music, you had to go to the basement. and. Ludacris, third album, still whooping they ass. Still travel overseas with over 10,000 cash. Enough money in the chain to keep a country fed. People ask why the skull is because I like it. And they wonder if I'm good. Hell yeah, it's a great feeling. I got bones tall as the Empire State Building. What more could I want? I get it and waste it. Only thing left to take is Rap City in the basement. And Tigger was a fun interviewer too, because like, you know, Obviously, he had good questions, but he didn't take himself too seriously either. And he would ask you shit that was important. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to have Hove up there and not ask him about Nas. But, you know, he knew how to have fun. He knew how to keep it loose. Like, that show was a model for a lot of shit that we see even now. Question on everybody's mind. How did this get started with you and Jay? What, what, what's the problem? I think it's like, um, it's just hip-hop. It's just, you know, right. people bump heads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's always like... Rappers always talking like um, subliminal met- disses to each other. I think this one was a tension I was brewing in the right. uh, streets of New York for a couple of years. Right. And, um, you know, it just came came to life. Because I, I, me- I remember the first time. Yo, I, I, I'm, by the way, shout out to also Joe Claire. I don't know. You, y'all, oh, y'all, yes, yeah, the original. Yeah, Joe Cleasy. <laughs> Joe Cleasy, Joe man. Joe Claire, man. <laughs> who, who bought, I guess he still works. He works in TV, he's like local TV in DC, like on like a morning show. And uh, yo, he's still funny, man. Like, like Joe Claire's still funny. And I don't know why. That, why I would have thought that would have wore off, but somehow it didn't. Uh, how did you guys? Feel? I felt like this was the original um, platform for where we switched from freestyle, meaning I'm giving you 16 off the top of my my head to I'm going to come with a written because I want to look good because I know a lot of people are going to watch this. Well, the, tr- the the comparison to now where you go see Flex and you really want to show your mastery of of ceremony, you know what I mean? Like in general and, and, and really show that you belong. 
it's a difference because that was like the simple amazement of it. It was like, wow, we're getting some over somebody else's beat, you know, and this was like kind of in the midst of mixtape era where guys were kind of, you know, the clue tapes were starting to roll yeah. out and guys were starting to freestyle over other beats. So it was really amazing. I think my favorite time was when Poster Boy and Cam and Lil Wayne and like there's a lot of classics. And then, you know, obviously Big Tigger would would sprinkle his his very mid bars over it. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't self-promote that the album was on the way, but the album never came. Um, <laughs> like like and it was so funny because like i love how wayne threw in a freestyle one time he said niggas had never seen me like mama tigger mama tigger was never seen which was fire too she was kind of like a concept of like being there like you know what i'm saying a guy because yeah, we were at tigger's house it was at tigger's crib in the basement and then your man, like he, he probably inspired, he inspired a lot of home producers on the low. Cats just start building a they studios, studios at the crib. Yeah. At the crib, he was an innovator, man. But like, he wasn't that trash. I don't think it was. He was, right. he was, he right. was okay, and hey, but the thing is, he was yeah. actually freestyling. Hey, but right? would Tigger yeah. would Tigger be actually okay to drop drop an album right now? Nah. Nah. No, Tigger. Tigger. Tigger's rapping style is like your friend who's really funny that you know could never be a stand-up comedian. Like, there's a difference between being funny around here, uh, like, and and then and then actually standing up on a microphone, telling jokes, having a, a, a five-minute routine, ten-minute routine, whatever. Like, there's a huge difference between that. Same thing here. It's like there's a difference between yo, I can drop an album, man. Yo, put the beat on, and then I'm gonna get my beat on. I'm like, like you know, like there's some cats that are just like, ah, oh, we can BS on this, but really that's the height of their skills, and there's no more higher level of polish or skill level that can carry a track, an album, an EP, whatever. Yo, and back to what you said, like, <clears throat> were people ever going up to the radio or to the basement and actually freestyling, like? Even with like, say, stretching Bobito, like when people would go up there, they had written bars that <laughs> that they were gonna go up there to spit. Like, what? Like, was it ever really the case that people would show up and just spit something off the top of the dome? If not, just to like do like sort of a parlor trick, you know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I guess I'm going back to it. I keep saying it's just say like, there was a time when freestyle meant freestyle. True. And, and and I I think Rap City was the first national show. I'm pretty sure people did this on little local radio stuff, but as far as a national show, right? This is broadcast across the nation, people watching and listening, where guys would go up to a mic and say, Yeah, I'm not gonna risk looking like a fool up here and not finding the next word that words with something or being off rhythm or whatever. So I'ma just spit some written stuff. It'll either be from a an, a track it is yet to be released, or maybe it's from a track that was never released, it's kind of old, but eventually found its way out or whatever. But like that was, I remember that was the first time, I can't remember who it was, but I'm like, oh, you rapping that thing from da-da-da. It's just the beat is different, and it was like a B-side to one of the singles of the album that no one really listened to, and so you, you're begging on most people won't know that this is a pre-written. And I remember for a time, it was just like, yo, this dude does a freestyle. He's all pre-written. And then like kind of it was like a, a scarlet letter or whatever. And then I, over time, like people just stopped caring, man. 
They just want they want to hear you rap. And so I was like, all right, well, cool. Let's hear you rap. Because then the other thing that, that made me realize it was Eminem was getting interviewed. I don't know if he was getting interviewed on Rap City or if it was on another show. And they were asking him about who the best freestylers are. And and she said, cannabis. And everyone was like, really? I was like, look, let me tell you something. He's like, the dude brain was like a computer. Like the stuff was written, but like he literally wrote so much stuff about almost any topic that you could say something like <laughs> suitcases. And he had a folder in his brain that was suitcase freestyle. Yep. And like, yo, the Sam tonight, da da da. Like, like he immediately had something off the top. And he and he remembered it all and like on some level I was like all right I guess like that's not easy to do it's kind of like kind of like LeBron having a photographic memory like right. like you could say oh of course he he knew what was gonna happen because he's like he remembered it from the last time I was like that's not easy to do though to remember right. that many plays you know throughout your entire career and and be able to recall instantly like when you see like oh he lined up over this oh they must be running this it's, it's, it's still pretty fire. Regardless of whether it was a, a true reaction that he he reacted and blocked the shot, or if he knew all along, either way, it's the 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 knowledge is pretty impressive. To me, like freestyling off the top of your head is 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 just like like I said, a parlor trick. It's like it's like somebody who could really dunk but can't do anything else, or like hot sauce with the dribble oh, or yeah. mixtape. Yeah, like that's what it is to me. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because it's such a rather such than a, being like a great hooper. You're good at this one neat, nifty trick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's not really applicable, right? Like, okay, yeah. you go on top of your head, but like, we have other situations that we've got to address that are not off the top of the head situations. Like, like make- Thriller wasn't made off the top of the dome, fam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just what it boils down to, man. Yeah, you know what you just call every off the top of the head rapper? You, you, you the little nigga they bring in halftime. To dribble six balls at the same time <laughs> and like spin it on his nose as he like dances and does the solemn shake. By like, the way, we cool. all love the M1 mixtape, the M1 mixtapes, the M1 mixtape tour. I loved Hot Sauce, Headache, you know, Half Man, Half Amazing. We loved it. But let me know. ask you this: What do you think about Atlanta? Has the the Hawks? I know last year. I don't know if they're doing it this year, but they have a a timeout contest that's like stop Hot Sauce and Hot Sauce sure. will. Hot sauce will let it come out. Yeah, I, I, I know it's fake. But like, what do you think about the idea that like this dude who at one point, like it's crazy that for the younger listeners, I don't know if you remember, there was a point in time where Anwar Mixtape was like celebrity status. These dudes would travel from city to city. And, they were like, basically the Harlem Globetrotters. So, but I mean, that shit yo. came out during the worst time of my life. 2000 to 2003, Mm-hmm. Listen, there were cats. Everybody, that shit was like skateboard when Tony Hawk hit the hood. Cats were trying to throw oh, yeah. off cats' heads. Oh, cats were, in real games, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, a high school coaches, if you coached high school basketball <laughs> it was during that era, during that oh. era you're going to pull out your hair. Bless your heart. Cats were carrying the ball. Like, they're wondering why the refs are calling carry. Like, and, then, and then, remember, Nike put it in a commercial. Yeah. That was the, the that was the, the Lamar the Odom, the, oh, yeah, 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 all yeah. of that. Oh, yeah, the the uh, yeah, uh, Lamar Odom dribbling with his knees, ball headed white dude, yeah, yeah. But it was just so crazy. Like that was such an era because it it 
basically ruined a lot of good basketball players. Oh my Cats God. that were really fundamentally sound had abandoned everything they've learned just to get a perfect crossover, to dribble like AO, to play like headache, to dunk like main event, to do certain things like escalate, rest in peace, to do like it was so many characters. Like at that point, they had uh, NBA guys showing up to their runs and trying to be down. And, you, you know, know once, bro, once trying split, to get a trying to get a run at the park was miserable, bro. No, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> but like I tell you what, the worst was the worst was like it's bad enough when you know everything you described there. But it's but like when you would just go to I just want to go on here, win a bunch of games, go home tired. You're like I just want to pay pickup. And Katz was doing like I'm like what are you doing, man? Yeah, <laughs> like, like put the ball. Remember, like from NBA Street, they put the ball on the floor and then step on it and, and like travel. Like, <laughs> like, minute, like, yeah, like I'm trying. I'm trying to play basketball. I, I don't know what you're trying to do. I'm, you know, I'm calling all of these things. Man. And I mean, the Listen. crazy, the crazy thing is, uh, people spent hours perfecting those moves and not taking jump shots. <laughs> So the craziest you know, thing, the potential the, hoopers to the shit. That's that was all NYC, and that was where the the whole stereotype oh came in. Right, where you guys oh, only had handles. No, no, hold on. It wasn't a stereotype, bro. It was facts. First of all, yes, it was facts. Second of all, it started a long time earlier than that because what it was was because New York and and Chicago, because the idea is that most of the hoopers play outdoors. And because you're outdoors, the wind beats like, yo, I don't know if you ever shot the ball on a windy day. It's no fun. So, it, it, like, the environment makes you go to the hole. You go to the hole and, and you're really good at finishing. Like, that's, like, the New York stereotype, right? And then, like, and one came out. And if you remember and one at the beginning, like, the skip to my Lou and one. Yep. Like, I mean, that was when, he, he, like, Skip was doing stuff and it was actually, like, I don't need the defender to be complicit in this. I don't need the ref to be complicit in this. I'm going to do stuff with the ball. You're going to try and stop it. The ref is going to try and call something. He won't be able to. You won't be able to. And then I'm going to lay it up and dish it off or whatever. Like four, like... U.S. military jets just flew over the city. That's scary. Goddamn right they did. The siege, the siege is starting. <laughs> you goddamn right. You, you know that a don't. Lot of, you know, it's yeah, a lot yeah. of Mexicans in L.A. So, so oh, the president dude. had to oh, the, God, the military. Dude. I'm just saying that's what he said. That's uh, he, this is a fire. He said he Fires. wanted to send the National Guard down to the border, but you know. We, uh, we at one point we're gonna have to talk about the game, right, guys? Game. The game. The, the, the rapper. The, the game. Well, I bought him. Yo, he thinks these fires are a little bit suspicious. Man, get out of here with all that. <laughs> you try to make Yo. the game complicit in your conspiracy theory? I'm just, I see guys, man. But that's not the, that's, that's and, not you the know, point. He's not the only person that said that. You know, point is, my girl's yeah. sister said the same thing. And, so God, and Jay did too. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, I'm not even afraid to admit it. This one. This one's weird, guys. Hashtag the one weird. up north or the one in um, Malibu and all that? The campfire. Hashtag campfire. Yeah, it's your, it's your world, Jay. Like, you can't just die. Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah, he, he dropped that bomb and left. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, I just I wanted to just get the game news out there. 
Is the game oh, okay. is the game relevant anymore? Not not unless he's fighting someone at the Drew. <laughs> no. He doesn't make music that people like really care about too much anymore. Ten million Instagram a, followers though. But he's a personality. So so Jade, he he started this fitness thing and he was like, and women find him very attractive. Um, I think he's kind of retired from rap or just kind of just haven't had been having inspiration. He was in a tr- in and out of trouble with the law. Like I said, I don't have nothing to say about JC on good rapper at times. <laughs> hey, just, hey, Trey, I love when you do that. I, that that's like my favorite shit. What good you rapper at times? No, when you call him by his government, because <laughs> I, I wouldn't because I wouldn't call him game in in person. Like I'm just not gonna do that. Like, I think that's type weird. I remember J.C. on when he had the blonde hair and was hooping at Wilson Park. And, and strip dancing with and, the nigga and, from Santana and, Park. And he was that's a stripper. <laughs> and that won't take, like I said, it doesn't take away from his actual career. Yeah, but like, but we Wait, was we, he a stripper and a blood? Nah, he no, made a transition, he a stripper bro. first. And then he tried to hustle. He was, just, he was a stripper that hung out with Crips. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so they, so the t- that I cut actually. What what I'm hearing is that they don't do background checks. <laughs> well, like, prior, prior for your application. <laughs> so compare. So I guess from uh, I watched uh, Teriyaki 69's uh, uh, interview on Breakfast Club, and he said that you know uh, when did becoming a blood have to you have to look a certain way. You know what I mean? He was yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like because. Uh, I can't even think of uh, Slim 400 has pretty much caught, issued a no-fly zone for uh, Teriyaki to not come to the hood. And if he does want to claim blood, he has to drop off 200K. And he's like, and Slim 400 is actually a rapper too, but he's saying that Takashi basically said that um, pretty much that uh, why you hating on me, just rap better. We both bloods. You know what I'm saying? Like in this scenario, like you're not popping, so you got to try to extort me. So let like, me ask, you know let me ask you a question, right? Because What's up? I know I know very little about organized gang culture, right? Right. Is there? I know, like at some point back in the day, there was like a leadership, an actual like this is a dude, and da da da. Is there today like a high council of bloods or someone like you said? This dude, some four hundred said this or that. Like, does he have the authority? Hell no. Okay. Hell, so I, hell no. Yeah, it don't it don't go like that because it's really broken down by different hoods. Because it could be bloods and bloods that don't like each other. Now, in his scenario, he just pushing the line really hard as far as like, if nobody else going to press him, I'm going to press him. I'm going to be the one. So that's just like North Face or another brand trying to, like, like Puma trying to do a Paisley drop release and mm-hmm. not really paying homage to gang culture. They're going to make a big deal out of this because there's people that actually die for this, this line that they're pushing, you know what I mean, since day one, like since the 70s. So, I mean, well, 60s. And in this scenario, like game or whoever it may be, we don't have a big blood or big crib 
to answer to that one person just answers to. It's no godfather. In this right. Mm-hmm. Everybody God. has their own. This, this ain't the Warriors. This yeah. ain't the Warriors. <laughs> like, nobody. <laughs> ain't, ain't no Osiris gonna have no big old rally and say, can you dig it? No, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, like, so in this scenario, you have to look at it like how guys go about who they answer to. And a lot of gangs have died out due to lack of funds that just come through. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's cats that like like my dad's my dad's uh gang. It's kind of being flushed out because there's no money going through. Versus you got the other gangs like the Rolling Sixties, they got a lot of money coming through there. So of course, how you got, they got a lot of money from from the standard operation, or is there some other like? No, but you got to look at it, the association. Can we ball over? Sure. Okay, so these guys. Are- Guys that are really dropping the bag off to be associated with being a Rolling Sixty Crip and vice versa. Is, is are they playing? Are they paying for security or what? Like no, that too. Just, no, that too. That, no, that they're too, they're paying for a pass. Yeah, association a pass. and they paying for a pass through LA. You so want your chain, don't you? So. Can't live in Brentwood without me. No, he can, but he's just tapped. So first of all, tapped in with the bloods. But you have to look at it like, in this situation, everybody rocks with And they normally feel that That's like a meme, being in Compton, get put on a hood, and then go back to Atlanta and say, yeah, I'm such and such from such and such, blood. Everybody gonna believe a meme. And they're gonna tap in and say, well... Who, who your big homie or something like that. They just fascinated with the right. lifestyle. Right. Versus, where there's cats that done beat up, done a be- like, you know what I'm saying? But NBA players don't look at it because he's in a club with a lot of love. So yeah. he's in a club like comfortable and NBA players see that and they say, okay, he the man. That's why started claiming because he felt comfortable like, okay, and he shouts out like, I'm a blood because of I didn't have to get jumped in, but gave me the pass and said I can be down with the mob long as I funnel out what I need to you know to take care of the hood. What if you don't want to be gang affiliated and you black and live in LA and you in the NBA? What do you do? Nothing but you there's guys that that don't bang. Like it was plenty guys that just kind of just went through. You do your own thing. But if you allow it, it's some of the guys that want to be they want to be around to it. They want to be like, around I, I always it. So they choose it was weird. to be around that. I always thought it was weird. That's like white kids want to be homeless in Portland. Like, I don't get it. Right, right, like, right, right. No, that's exactly yeah. what it's like. Like, I don't get it because in our situation, like, I grew up begging to get out of that, Was Like, oh. like I'm going to see Kev to get a haircut. You know how many hoods I got to walk through just right. to go get a haircut? That means I'm going to go to a Mexican gang that hates black people. I got to go through a Crip gang because I live in a blood neighborhood. I got to go to a blood neighborhood who thinks my neighborhood shot somebody from their neighborhood. Like, the association is so real that you got to learn the back streets or how to take a different route and all this other stuff. By the time I was 18, me and my best friend was like, yo, we ain't never coming back here. Like, I love my city, but my city don't love me back. In that right. in that instance, you know what I'm saying. I mean, and shit, like Trey, fuck walking through the hoods. Imagine how many hoods you had to come and just sit in the shop with. 
Oh, so yeah. if you no, big blood, then 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 what's gonna happen? You oh, yeah, get nah, Molly walked in the shop. And that was the one thing that I dealt with transferring from Dominguez. Dominguez was more of a sports school. You, you know, they like, oh, you yeah. hoop, I'm gonna leave you alone. I got to Compton and it was, I mean, literally like 12 different crib gangs, and then uh <laughs> I did not like hey, any black people. Hold on. Hey. Are we back hey, on the hey. record? Yeah, let's get back on the It's a John Steinbeck Yo, novel. Wait, 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 wait. Qu- question, quick, quick, quick question. Uh, programming question. Is there any way we can boss over the part where he's naming names at the beginning, and then just the explanation where he talk about we leave we leave in the explanation about like white kids in Portland that want to be homeless and so, but I thought th- like this is this is a great conversation, and obviously we're not trying to put anybody's business out there. So the names are irrelevant, but I thought the explanation was really good. Does that make sense? Trey, is that cool? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So 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 Jade, let's do this. Let's let's boss and over all names mm-hmm. of of people. Yes. Um, there was one then, name. No, there's a lot of couple names. Couple names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a yeah. lot of names. <laughs> you, okay, you those watch. names. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all those names. All yes, those yes, 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 yes. Not on, not only the, the those all ones, names. but also all names. All names. Other than Kev and Trey. Those are the names that we can remember. <laughs> but I don't know if Kev can. You ready? Yeah, yeah. This go. is regular. This is regular. Yeah. I don't know if Kev remembers. My senior year, I'm wearing a Jalen Rose Chicago Bulls jersey. Me and Donald are at at a uh, at uh, McDonald's, and I see Kev just passing by. And the the Mexican game, pretty much, there's a dude like pointing at us, and I'm like, why? And it's because I got on red. So yeah. he's associating me with being a blood off the top. And this is the this is the road Jalen Rose, size 60, number five. You know, he was only a bull for like a little bit. But I copped the jersey because I was a Bulls fan and yeah. I rocked with Jalen Rose at that time. So I see Kev, but Kev is going down, he's going down Compton Boulevard to a direction where he was he, he was headed somewhere. So we're trying to flag down Kev, like, yo, just drop us off in front of the school really quick, but he couldn't. So I see dude pull out a shotgun and I take off running at this point. Cause we couldn't, we couldn't catch Kev. It was too late, he, but we knew Kev, Kev had a truck. You hear him like he had beat, you know, he had rims, he had car club. So you knew it was Kev. I'm like, they go Kev, don't, like, you know, we got to get him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we got to get his attention so he can yeah. drop us. I end up running through the Compton courthouse building with my friend and this car is chasing us. Like, that was the stuff I had to deal with every day. So I like don't understand why it's the reverse of people glo- mag- like glorified with, with that lifestyle. Particular, particularly, I literally could have yeah. lost my life every night, like every day. Yeah. Every day was something. Like something was always thirsty. Was like we'd be out, we'd be hooping. I see a car going slow, and I'm like, "Hey, bro, watch that car. Let's hoop a little bit more." That car's lights come off. As soon as the lights come off, like the movies, I don't know who created that. They cut the lights off, drive slow, then they get, I guess they prepping the guns or whatever, and then they do a drive-by shooting. I, we just knew. You just know you got the intuition, like, you better run. And then you know, get shot. Yeah, and, like, and, and, you're like, and it's wild. It's wild that Soldier Boy would make millions of dollars and be like, yo, this is what I want to do with my time. I want to act like uh, this is my life and my circumstances. No, that's, 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 yeah, weird. I mean, I, like, I, don't, I just don't get it, man. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Get and yo, it. honestly, you know, maybe I just be going a different kind of spot. Like I, 
I don't really see like because if you don't go to like say Nightingale on on Sunday, which is I guess Greystone Sundays, which is like you know the NBA cats love. They love Nightingale on Sundays or uh, Poppy or whatever. Like, it's really only two spots that they really, really be at like that. You know what I'm saying? And the static is such where I'm just like, mm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But the idea that you would be in there with gang with gang members is just. But like the the, the thing the thing action. I don't get is like if you if you're an NBA player, right, or or an entertainer like a music person or just anyone. Well, you already made it, man. You're famous. You got you got a decent amount of money. Why do you need any of that? Is it your name and your fame enough to get you access yeah. to all the places that you want to go and and talk to the women you want to talk to, or whatever? I, I, that's the part I don't understand. Like, it's just no, like remember we, it's not, we went it's away not even that. Was people it's that was not, trying to act like hard rocks, and it's like, yo, if you was a hard rock, you wouldn't be in college. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not even that. It's not even that though. It's more so like you know. Just being able to move around, like Trey said, dudes is out here extorting guys. So if you really like want to be able to move around and just be in the club without somebody patting your pockets, then you kind of got to get with some one person. And one of my boys is one of those one people. He and got a few people that he, that, that he pat pockets no, and, and look, he extorts and, and on Kevin, a regular. And what Kevin's trying to explain for the listeners, uh, Moving around comfortably is like these guys got jewelry on, they got Hublots, they got Audemars Piquets, like they have watches worth hundreds of thousands of dollars on. They have hundreds of thousands of dollars in jewelry, cash basically on their person all the time. And if you want to be able to move comfortably where somebody's not running up on you like, yo, boy, we see that watch, you know, you but might want to. Actual, secu- actual security won't, won't cut it. Oh, I think it would, but cats like don't want to do that. Actual, but no, but they wait, don't wait, like, you mean, hold small. on, no, no, hold on, Trey. Like, you mean like security at the club? No, 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 no I'm not talking about the club. Your own, I'm hiring your own security. dude, my uncle Jerome, basically. Exactly. And, I roll and that's it. and guess what? And that's who these guys are. Like, that's what that. This is security nowadays. This is my security. Yeah. I'm hiring them. It's like it's like okay, I'm hiring you to keep me. Cool in the club, but at the same time, this nigga's a gangbanger. Yeah, Kev, Kev, what you're basically saying is the equivalent of like mafia extortion. It's like, hey, uh, I need uh, to make sure that these punks don't keep throwing shit into my window. Hey, can y'all help me? And you pay the Godfather, and the Godfather makes sure that the punks don't 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 throw shit in your window. But guess what? Now, now you owe the mob money. Like, I'm right. like, like legitimate right. security. Like again, oh, you oh like Takashi Six Nine who hired uh uh Floyd Mayweather's ex security guards. That's sure. what's keeping him safe out here. Sure, that's what I'm talking about. Like why would that was smart on his part? That that's what's keeping him safe out here. Be and and the thing is is uh the one guy who's not the tallest. He's like the middle height guy. He's he's taller. He's shorter than the tallest, which is Big Fonz, and then it's Adam. Adam is from, he actually grew up around the corner. Me and, you know, like right around the corner from me on Birds. I lived on Sloan. He lives on Birds, which is a block away. So he's from Compton. He's from L.A. So he got a lot of, he got a lot of, you know, he got a long reach out here. So with the slim dude talking that talk, he not finna do too much of nothing. Not with Adam on the team. Uh, yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the funny thing, man. Like, all right. Well, 
<laughs> it's just the whole thing is fascinating, man. Because it seems to me it's like, yo, I'm getting into some shit, so I need some security because I'm about to get into some shit. Like, or you could just not get into shit. Like you're again, you're you're rich and you have. Or just go to the club the way Boban does. Boban don't got jewels oh, on. Man. Yeah, man. The women still ain't no, know ain't no, me. Ain't, no, ain't nobody gonna press Boban, bro. No. <laughs> Listen, ain't nobody. Ain't, look, I used to be at this. I used to be at this spot out here, bro. Uh, man, I can't even think of the name, bro. Uh, the club in Old Town, um, Revolver. And uh, I remember, I remember one night. I remember one night, bro. It's me, Bassy, Gortat. Um. Like one more, one more cat. Oh, Deontay. The two thousand, the two thousand twelve yeah. Suns. What is this? Yeah, yeah, it was. So Deontay Harris. And, where is he at? That's my. That's my, you know, I like him. Garrett's in uh, Italy, I think. So yeah. we're in, we're in revolver, and I'm looking like at Gortat swag. Like yo, <laughs> wait, you in a like a hip hop club? Oh yeah. Trying to yeah. see what's getting down. Nobody acknowledged, bro. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> like, but, but I get it. That's but I get big, it. I'm telling you. Like, in that, L.A., they would have been on them. Yeah. 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 Like, the the God, women out here are smarter about no, that. But, no, but the women would have been on him. Not no cats. Yeah. No cats. Yeah. Not yeah. Going, like, yo, you Martin Gartat? Oh, that's oh, yeah, yeah, like, yo, yeah. oh. Nah, nah, nah. No. Yo, man. Nah. By the way, <laughs> by the way, that's that's all we're looking for, man. Like, <laughs> I don't want to have these conversations with yeah, dudes. Yo, man. No doubt. Ill double double you had the other night. Like, <laughs> I'm dancing with a lady. I would have yep. thought Gortat would have had him on deck though. He probably talked to you. Yeah, nah, he was he was with his wifey, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he was with his God wifey. God bless. God bless. That's that's when my man had the Mini Cooper with the 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 the, uh, the roof gone, so he can he can look out. Wait, Gortat yeah. was driving a Mini Cooper? He was just on some weird flex. <laughs> He is a strange dude. Some of the positive things that came out of it is, um, to me, the fact that it, the fact that it existed. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it gave people something else to do. That everybody that's in hip hop, it gives you something else to do. You know. Um, Everybody's not fortunate enough to be a, a doctor or a lawyer, you know? Everybody doesn't complete four years of college, you know? It gives you something else to do, and it is a job, straight up. It's a straight up job. It's not everything that you see in videos, you know? Most people in videos are fronting anyway. You know, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's about what goes on in here. Do not resist the beat. Hey, uh, hey before, we, before we get out of here, um, let's I uh, see it's the anniversary of Chronic 2001 um, this might be the, the I don't want to call it the best West Coast album ever but damn it's up there damn if it ain't up there man yeah Chronic 2001 yeah I would yeah. argue I would argue it being the best it's, West com Coast it's album complete ever. man it's, it's complete. so complete man so it's good. so damn complete let's go yeah. through this Real quick, track for track. The Watcher. Great. The original Watcher. Things just ain't the same for gangsters. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that beat. That yeah. beat and, and by the way, this was the album that, I know it was slow for me, 
But when I finally realized, oh, now I can tell who wrote Dre's, Dre's lyrics. Mm-hmm. Because if you just rap it in the voice, like, same, the same, the same, gangsters and like, oh, it's a, Eminem wrote that one. As mm-hmm. opposed to still, not loving police, still. That's so, such a whole flow. Yep. That, you know, obviously, whole wrote that one. But yeah. Uh, the Watcher, banger. Fuck you. Banger. Oh, my God. I just wanna, banger. Uh, oh, my that God. Was, I think that was the song that got everybody to like boo like that joint. Cause that right there, that joint, that, and then Devin was Devin the Devin verse. Woo. Devin the dude, uh, still DRE, obviously classic. That the, the Scott Sco- Scott Storch piano keys, dun, 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 dun. The dope big egos. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that one. Amazing, mm-hmm. explosive, yeah. explosive. Mm-hmm. What's the difference with the masterpiece? And not just beyond. This is beyond just the best West Coast. This is one of the best albums ever made. I I agree. (laughs) Yeah, nobody's arguing that. I agree. Yeah, I don't think. Remember Bar One? Where was Bar One go? Bar Bar One? What was Bar One? Says featuring Tracy Nelson, Ms. Rock, and Eddie Griffin. That might have. Oh, it's a skit. My boy. Skit, that's a skit. Yeah, that's that. Oh man. The beat for that was dope. <laughs> Eddie Griffin. <laughs> fuck you. I nigga said fuck you. Ice <laughs> <laughs> speed. That was a nice. Ice speed. Great. Yeah. Not about nice. Dre. Obviously, Not about one of his biggest yeah. records yeah. ever. When Next it, episode is still it, fucking party to this day. To this yeah. day. And, and you this and, day. and if you DJ and you play the next episode and you don't hold it for the smooth Hold up. Yeah. No, if, <laughs> on that part, if you don't hold it for that part, then you trash as a DJ. I'm gonna just say you, it right you're now. You're complete trash as a DJ. Let's get high. Wasn't crazy about it, but I, I like I liked it. It was all right. But I wanna let's get, let's get high. Let, uh-huh. So let's get high is actually that's a song that comes uh-huh. on in, in the club. Or at, at a house party. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, all, all these bad bitches. Yeah, yeah, that's my bad. That's a great track. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah, that's that shit. I'm a bitch niggas. That was hard, too. But dude, dude, dude. Is that that? Is that that? Bim, 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 bim. Was it like that one? No, I go. But dude, dude, dude. Mm hmm. But dude, dude, dude. Yeah. Bitch niggas. Bitch, nigga. There you go. Yeah, that was a motherfucking trip. Word on the streets. Everybody always trying to run up on me. She reminded me of it. It seemed like Snoop in the interrogation room trying to kill you off somebody. That's what's wrong with you niggas. You niggas are just like bitches. That's what's wrong with you niggas. You niggas are just like bitches. Yeah. 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 All right. The car bomb. No, the car bomb is next. That's the interlude. All right. And then Murder Inc. Murder. Was that the? No, you you went Ja Rule on us. No, 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 not, not the Ja. It's, it has like the the the. the yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Halloween yeah. from Halloween or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Murder us. Yeah. See, murder us. Murder us. Education is another skit. Some LA niggas. Is this? Uh, I bang like Vince Carter from the baseline. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was a great line at that time. That's it. That is a, a timeless line. Not a great line. <laughs> I bang I, like... Because at that time, it was so L.A. I was like, hey. ooh. I, I and by this. the way, 
still relevant today. Shout out to Vince Carter. Yeah, man. Still being don't able to dunk. Don't give him baseline. Legend. Uh, another skit. Jake How- Steed. He had Jake Steed on the on the album, y'all. Legend, <laughs> man. Shut up. Shut up. It's tireless work. <laughs> uh, Housewife. Which one was Housewife? Dude, you can uh, Jay's gonna read it later, but it's a uh, yeah. can't make a hoe a housewife. Yeah. Hey, the last couple of tracks, this is where, like, for whatever reason, I just never would make it all the way through. So, Acro, I remember the message because I it was the, the message was a sad song. Like, you're talking about his brother, right? They yeah. got shot. Yeah, bang, but like, Bang Bang, Akron, I have zero, zero m- memories of that. All I ever see to is Bang Bang, Bang Bang. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Bang Bang, Bang Bang, Bang Bang. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah. Everything, really- man. That's this is really album. good. So, crazy. So. Like that's like that's they were twenty two tracks. Twenty two yeah. tracks. How many were skits? One, uh, two, maybe three, three, maybe like three. Man, interlude wise, like you know what I'm saying, like 22. non-interludes. I probably skipped three songs on this whole joint, and the rest is just. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think I would skip a single track if I started there hearing go. it. Like there you go. This is man. You know what? We, we, we should on we should on West Coast music a lot, man. But like this right here. Well, you do. I mean, we we. What do you mean? We. There's no French. There's no French here, buddy. But, but you, you know what's funny? Do you guys remember the whole like he wanted to call it Chronic 2000 and the, and uh, Suge was like no, so that's why they called it 2001. Really? Yeah, because Suge put out like they, it was supposed to be Chronic Two Thousand. Oh yeah, they did. And then put they, they put out they, then Death Row put out a Chronic Two Thousand. Chronic Two Thousand. Yeah, because they were wow. they were actually they were actually trying to do um they that's just kind of how like Juvenile and them did uh five hundred I mean uh um Lil Wayne and them did five hundred degrees. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's actually a quote here. It says, uh, oh, no, this is the, the motivation about the uh, record the album and how he felt he had to prove himself to fans and media again after doubts arose of uh, his production and rapping uh, ability. When he was doing ballroom dancing in the Been There and Done That oh, video, been there, done he was that. like, ooh, nah, Dre lost it. He done. That's crazy uh, and, to and say. Then, and, and, <laughs> and he had I to actually like it. Remember that video, Trey? I love Been There, Done That. Yo, I yo, like the wow. song. This video was wow. crazy. <laughs> was he had to he had to remind everybody of his rapping and producing skills, and that's why he got Scott Storch to produce Still Dre and have Dre, uh, <laughs> Jay Z oh, write how, how I Fall <laughs> Off. My last album was a chronic. Great nah, line. At the end of the day, though, Dre made you know he he oh but he always had that he always bring producers in to yeah. to um Look, like listen to what they got and fine tune it like I'm that's what's been Scott Storch though. Scott Storch became who he was because he got the intro from Dre. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're compensating people, I don't give a damn if you if every bit of your act was lifted off someone else. As long as you're compensating people, I think that's what's up. That's Dre what's up. Quincy Jones, man. 
Say what? He's, he's not. He's Quincy our Jones. Quincy Jones. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nobody's Quincy Jones. Come on. Oh, yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Come on, man. He, he in his own lane. Yep. Yo. Dope. All I right. Had, yep. I had one, just one letter into this uh, week, and it wanted you quickly or whatever to yeah. explain what Thanksgiving is like in, 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 the, in the black household. First of all, <laughs> real quick, before we, before we do that, really quick, really quick, I just have a question because I, I heard about this thing this week, and I'm like, I've never heard of it in my Friendsgiving. Yeah. Is that a thing? Omar, yeah. Omar does yeah. Omar does Friendsgiving. And it's kind of oh. big now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I get no, it. I get the concept. Not, I've never heard no, no, it called I, that. I get the, exactly. I'm like, I get the concept. Okay, we have Thanksgiving it's people. a millennial thing, bro. Okay. But but it's it's a it's a new word. We used Is to it, do honestly, it. We used to do it. Honestly, it was called it's dysfunctional Thanksgiving. We we called it that back in the two thousands. Oh, that should sound bad. Oh, it, it was bad, Trey. Oh, it was. Is it our people that be doing it, or is it? Is yeah, it, no, we we'll do it. We'll do it. No, yeah. I'm saying it's like I said. It's, no, it's, I'm going it's, it's it just as big. It's just as big as going to brunch weekly. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point, people who love to host now have a reason to cook. Now have you know a person to bring their significant other, and you know what it is too. I mean, everybody, all your friends group on Thanksgiving, they got to go be with their family. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to be able to link up, link up with them on that day. So it's like us as friends, let's do our own thing and go deal with the people that we oh. have no choice but to Wait, deal with. Are you are on you saying Thanksgiving? Are you saying that it's Oh wow. So it doesn't even You do it like a week thing. before. Yeah, so you do it a week before. It's not an Yo, day. This is how how little I know about it. I yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's week before. Oh, week before? Week before. Yeah. yeah no, I thought, you don't do it. But, 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 but like like for instance, you wise, you're not going home. Right, I'm going to Georgia. I'm going to my brother's house. Oh, okay. I'm but but I'm thinking a lot of people, you know, like in LA, they, they have family. So if I, I went to Jade, I right. went to a friendsgiving, and I'm probably gonna go to one like this week before so like, Thanksgiving. Like in New York or even in LA, like it's a very transient city. Like a lot of people is gonna be out of town. A lot of people is gonna be whatever. You know, everybody goes back to Iowa, and Nebraska, as I like to say, <laughs> during the holidays in New York. But yeah. like you know, so before they go back. They do something with their homies, their yeah. people that oh, they have to do. Yeah. No, I, th- I, thought, I thought it was like they were doing it on Thanksgiving Day, and this was all the people who weren't going home. Nah, to their nah, 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 day, nah. You gotta be that with just, people that, that just thanks, upon that's just Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? That's just regular Thanksgiving. You're just going to somebody's crib on Thanksgiving. Fair you know, enough. I'm having Thanksgiving with y'all, fool. That's it. It ain't no Friendsgiving. <laughs> so basically, I didn't get no Friendsgiving invites this year. There's a bunch of fuckies they got to put out there, right? Pretty much. I mean, if your friends actually did it, I mean, I don't know if the older age group does it. Because, like, like I, I said, it's some, it's a millennial thing. That's more of them cats that be like twenty five, okay. twenty five through thirty five. Because yeah. if you're thirty five and up, normally you got a family, bro. That's like, true. you're like, I got my own family. I'm gonna go see my wife's family. We're gonna go this. You know what I mean? Like, when you're married, right. you gotta pick and choose. So, so spouse. okay, so okay, so you guys go ahead and explain to the people what Thanksgiving is. Because, you know, my family, we're from another country, we don't really celebrate that. So, like, now now we're just doing it for the kids so that they feel like they're in. But when I was growing up, it was just another day off. All right. So when I actually used to get jiggy with the with eating meat and turkey and all that stuff, the best black Thanksgiving would be waiting in your room while everybody pull up to your crib, especially if your family is hosting, Waiting to the last minute because you know food gonna take forever. You got your drunk uncles, you got your <laughs> drunk aunties, you got your grandmas who cooking. 
You got your mom who cooking, who they started cooking at 4 a.m., maybe the next day. And the house is, you know, going. You got your little cousins in town. People are flying in. You know, they go, you're going to probably have to give up your room, or et cetera. And then you finally come out. You either, I, I say the best clothes on Thanksgiving is sweats, like your most coziest stuff. But some people dress up just like Easter. You know what I mean? Like whatever. And then like black families, you either going to have everybody going to make something. You got your auntie who make the potato salad and nobody going to touch. You got five different turkeys. Somebody got to be extra off a recipe they got off Pinterest with lemon pepper and whoa, whoa. all this other five <laughs> turkeys. I'm just saying because everybody be like, oh, I don't like that person cooking, but they won't tell them in their face. House. So you're talking about they a lot of people here, Trey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying in the black community, you got to look at it like you, gotta you got to feed your, a lot of people, man. You got your uncle, you got your uncle wife, you got your uncle, you know what I mean? Somebody girlfriend, somebody cousin, their cousin brought the girlfriend, oh, somebody. <laughs> you just don't know who going to pull up. Like that's, that's like me coming to L.A. and I say, yo, my mom got to work. I'm going to come to Kev's house. But Kev might have his mother-in-law. Kev might have uh, his family plus uh, his wife family plus some friends that don't have no friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Plus me. You got to include all that. And they're like, what you bringing? Oh, I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring the punch. I'm going to bring the liquor. I'm going to bring this. You know what I'm saying? So you got a house full of this. You got desserts, all this a stuff. A bottle of drink will get you in every time, though. Every time. Like, hey, I don't got nothing. I don't cook nothing. But I don't I got, got nothing. I got, I got this Henny. You know what I'm saying? Good with the Henny. You got your grandparents or in the, in the dads all separated watching sports. You got the kids running around. You got the uh, the women in the other room gossiping or talking about planning a baby or something. You know what I mean? Like the it, it's it's the best time outside of Christmas. Christmas now I feel like Christmas is watered down. A lot of people choose to work on Christmas. They don't really be tripping. And if you got kids, you normally kind of just make your rounds to pick up gifts or it ain't the same. But Thanksgiving is the number one I feel in the black community because everybody share they love through, through food. Yeah, I love food. I love food. I agree. I agree. Thanksgiving is kind of taking over Christmas. Oh, it's much yeah. better. Much yeah. better. Now, yeah, Christmas is just for kids. Yeah. Hey, because sides giving, I celebrate sides giving. So if you got mac and cheese and, you know, Waz, I know you saw about y'all serve like seafood, right? Yeah. yeah. We, See, we do never, all of that I shit. I never got in with man. that. Lobster, shrimp, all of that shit, man. This Wait, is... for Christmas or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. For 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 Christmas, that's what we do. Thanksgiving. This year, I think we said we're going to barbecue. We're going to barbecue. We're just going to do some, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to switch it up and barbecue. Barbecue turkey? Get, no, no. I might get a fried turkey, and then we just have, and then we'll barbecue everything else. Try mm-hmm. tip and... You know, whatever random. Yeah, might 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 have to come come through for the leftovers. You got to drop I mean, that no. drop that thing in the old, you know, the oil there. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go buy it, Jade. I don't fuck oh, around. Okay. Burn my damn house up. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at one of those today in the store, and I was like, I should get that. And she said, We might as well. I said, Hell no! I'll set some shit on fire. Hell, I will set some shit on fire. <laughs> Whole complex. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> I was okay. like, I was like, Jay, reading the whisper lyrics. Again. Go, 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 go. Uh, All right. Cool. Uh, so yeah, so do we want to wrap here? Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Everybody have fun. Eat good. 
Be safe on Black Friday. Oh boy, yeah. Black Friday. And uh, this is Black Opinions Matter. <laughs> <laughs>